right, and um, some more exciting answers to the baffling and intriguing questions of science. Up and Adam, science on FBI. Dermatologists hate him. It's Tom Gordon. <laughs> you you've come in and you you've got a way to stop stop aging altogether. That's the first thing you want to talk about. Is that right? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was a really good hook, a real sticky hook. <laughs> yeah, sure. I didn't know where you're going with that, but that's great. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it was the, the internet ad. Yeah, you've sent me in a pretty wacky article, um, but it's it's not as as cool as it sounds. Well, I think it is. Okay. So I'll try and convince you. All right, go for it. All right. <laughs> so the the line was, you know, the end of aging, but we've heard this before, and that's just a line. That's the line to to get you into like a yeah, derm- dermatologist hate him. That's the line. Dermatologist hate him. The end of the end of aging. So this is a, a study that was published in Nature magazine a couple of days ago. And what it's doing is trying to understand the process of aging. So I'll take you through that a little bit. Okay. Because it's it's uh it, it gets deep pretty quickly, but we'll get there. We'll get there. So in every cell you have a chromosome and this is the the thing that you know, separates and divides and replicates itself uh, to make another cell, right? But every time a chromosome divides inside a cell and you have, you know, 23 of these from your, mom, uh, from your mom and 23 from your dad, every time they divide, a little bit of the end gets shortened. And we've got a couple of thousand of these little bits on the end that get shortened. So once the end of this thing is short enough, or there's no more of it left, the cell kind of dies. Right. It's go, it goes through this, this, this natural process that a cell does called apoptosis. It's the most important thing that a cell does, apoptosis, which is programmed cell death. So a cell's job is basically to die. Right. Right? And it dies when the end of this little chromosome thing called a telomere, that's what it's called, uh, there's no more of that left. Cool. Cool. So that's how cells die. And after that, the kind of the immune system gets rid of the cell and there's another cell that, that does the same thing, replaces blah, blah, blah. Does, so, like, if you're splitting the cell in half every single time, does that not mean that there's way more cells than there are dying? Or am I completely lost now? So it, they, they die. Some of them die and some of them get... Uh, Replaced. Oh, replaced. Right? Okay, right. Got it, got okay. it. So when the chromosome splits, the little telomere at the end gets a little bit shorter, and when there's no more of those left, the cell dies. Cool. Right? Normally. That's what normally happens. Yeah. Right? So what we're trying to do is trying to figure out how to stop that telomere shortening. Oh, right? Okay. And we can do that with this enzyme called telomerase. Right Now, we've known about telomerase for ages. Um, I was saying before that uh, 15 years ago, I was studying this stuff in order to try and figure out how to get humans to live longer in order to send them places like Mars. This is a, a really important part of long-term space travel yeah. is to keep people alive for a longer time. Yeah. So we've been looking at this telomerase for a long time to try and figure out how to keep people alive longer. So if you can keep cells alive longer, you can basically keep people alive longer because the cells don't die. You know, we call that aging. Right. When cells die and then, you know, they're not useful anymore. Right. So this is an essential part of the, the cell's life and it's part of what, what happens to us. Cells die. It's called aging. Yeah. Right. So what we're trying to do is trying to make this telomerase, like I said, make this telomerase stop the shortening of the telomere so that we can live longer. 
And is this uh, like physical aging, or is it just like so that your cells stop dying and so that it's you it, don't the physical die. aging is what it looks like, <laughs> right? right? Okay, cool. Uh, to to us, but yes, it's it's the actual process of stopping cells dying, uh, which is what aging is. So if you go into a shop and you're looking for an anti-aging cream, you're pretty much looking for something to uh, <laughs> stop your cells from dying and the yeah, thingy the, from the anti-aging creams you find in shops. Basically, they stop what it looks like. But oh. they don't actually stop the the cells dying. That's why it says they can't stops that. signs of aging. Signs of aging. Yeah, right. Got it. How many signs of aging are we up to now? It's fifteen or something. Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> but if you can, uh, and this this uh, telomerase doesn't really happen in humans mm. much or animals, right? That's why animals die. Yeah. Right. So if we can stop the uh, stop the aging process, we've literally got cells that never never die, right? Cool. This is bad. Oh, right. That's called cancer. Oh no. Yeah. It's two sides of I a really know. bad coin. Yeah. So we've got this, this telomerase <laughs> thing which can help you live forever. But if that happens, you've basically got cancer. Oh. So this is not good. So what we need to do is understand telomerase, mm-hmm. right? And this is what this study is. This study is trying to – it's using a different uh, technique, a new technique. And the technique, I've written it down, it uses electrons and not light to image this uh, telomerase, this enzyme called telomerase, so that we can understand it better. And this is Nobel Prize winning kind of a technique that won the Nobel Prize last year. So theoretically, if we turned around tomorrow and realised that we had an injection or something that cured cancer and we could use these telomerase to produce more cells, we could have the best of both worlds. Exactly. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to image uh, this enzyme called telomerase Mm. so that we can understand how to make cells live longer without getting them to be cancers. So you could live, um, you could be young forever, but you might die of cancer pretty soon. That's that's the trade-off <laughs> at the moment. You can't, yeah, you can't live forever because we don't understand the processes that uh, telomerase goes uh, goes through with cells. We don't understand how that works. So what we're trying to do is m- image this enzyme, and then try and figure out how, or use models to try and figure out how it works, so that we can a- attach it to chromosomes when they split to sh- to lengthen the t- telomeres or to stop them shortening, so that the cells don't die without giving you cancer. And that's a really hard problem because, yeah, cancer is basically a cell that doesn't die. And like I said before, the cell's most important job is to die. If it doesn't do that, you get cancer. That is very interesting. I think you have changed my mind a little bit there. Uh, But for now, just stick with your uh, anti-aging creams to fight the signs of aging. There's nothing that can actually stop it at this point, unfortunately, folks. Um, Now maybe we can talk about something that is so great. It is so great. Is there there a secret bad thing to this next story that I don't know about? (laughs) No, I hope not. (laughs) Um, So I don't really know a lot about this story, but I read somewhere that a lot of our recycling, a lot of our plastic recycling, uh, we were sending to China. And now China has gone, no, we don't want to do that anymore. Um, And so Australia's kind of stuck with all of its recycling. They don't really know what to do about it. And it's making me really nervous and I don't know what to do. I'm just a 22-year-old radio host and I don't know how to recycle things. Um, But you've come through with some really cool discoveries about, is it a new plastic or is it recycling old plastic? plastic it's it's a new type of plastic oh cool that can potentially be recycled over and over and over again wow uh, to never ending like infinitely recyclable plastic 
How many times can you recycle regular plastic? You can recycle it. It it depends what you mean by that. You can recycle it a lot, but then you you lose a lot of its functionality after that as well. Plus, oh. it uses a lot of resources. Does it? Uh, is it one of those things where um, if you have a particular type of plastic and you recycle it, it has to be a slightly less quality plastic? Like it has to be something softer or? Yeah, so it destroys some of the the chemical properties of of the the plastics. Right. So the story, I'll go through it so you kind yeah. of, I'll make some comparisons as well. Cool. So you've heard of the, the term reduce, reuse, recycle. Rihanna, that's the extra one. You yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't aware of that one. So reduce, reuse, recycle, Rihanna. Fair enough. Yeah, all four. Yeah. So these, these are three ways that we try and minimize our impacts with plastics or with recyclable things. But to a scientist, this is just three ways to approach a problem. Right, so we have plastics, and we can reduce the number of plastics. There's and there's research. There's people that do research to figure out how to reduce the number of plastics we have. You can reuse the plastics, and there's research around this. I mean, every, every second science lesson in a in a primary school is about reusing stuff. It seems like yeah, and recycle, and that's what these people at the Colorado State University have done, and they've just published a paper in the journal called Science, which is a high-profile journal. Cool. About how to differently recycle plastics. So a, a plastic is basically just a long string of these, these uh, molecules called monomers, and we, we string them up and we, we call them a polymer because there's many of them. Right. Right? And when you break down a plastic, which is a polymer, into its monomer, you, you lose some of its functionality, like I said, and it loses some of its, its quality, so you can't reuse it in the same way, for example, uh, or you have to use it, yeah, you have to use it in a different way because you break some of those monomers or you break some of the, the, the functionality of the polymer. And in fact, about 10% of plastics that are made get recycled. That's really, really small. So this is a clear area of recycling that we could do a lot better. Definitely. And it actually, it's really hard to recycle. You need a lot of um, uh, the right microbes and conditions and temperature and chemistry. You need all of this stuff to line up in order to recycle plastics. It's very hard to do. So like I said, we've got these chains of monomers called polymers. And what this research team at uh, Colorado State University have done is modified these little monomers, making them a little bit more structurally kind of better in order to not break down when you burn them or not break down when you heat them. And they can be linked up. Oh. Right? To make these monomers. So there was one problem. Let's make long long chains of monomers to make polymers. That's one problem we solved. The other problem is, well, let's break down that polymer into monomers. And that was the other problem that these guys have solved. Whoa, you're so they've frying got, my brain. Yeah, they've got these <laughs> monomers which can be broken down back into monomers and they can be linked up to make these huge long polymers, which is what a plastic is. Right. So essentially... You can make a big long plastic that turns into a coffee cup, for example, that you can put, you know, boiling liquid into and it doesn't break down. Right? That's the first problem. Yeah. And then you can give it enough heat, like even more heat than that, and it will break down, but without destroying the little monomers. Oh. So this means you can make a plastic, recycle it into exactly the same thing as it was before. And, and back again and back again, over and over and over again. How have they done that? They've just done it through that... Just just a small change weaving. in how they make these little monomers. Right. Yeah? So these little tiny molecules uh, that, go to, that join together to make this polymer, which is the plastic. Yeah. Little tiny molecules, a small structural change to how they, they've done that, right? And the, the details of that are in the paper, but it doesn't matter. It's just chemistry. Yeah. 
right, that allow it to be broken back down into the same thing. And that doesn't happen now. So it's really exciting that we, we look at a problem from one perspective, reduce, reuse, recycle. Mm. We haven't tackled the Rihanna problem yet. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. It's not really a problem. <laughs> the it's Rihanna fine. solution. Yeah, exactly. She's the solution. All right. My next goal is to write a paper yeah. with Rihanna. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, so we've looked at it with respect to recycling and we've, we've, we've changed that problem, right? We've solved that problem in a way. I mean, there's still a long way to go, but the idea is we can do this now. We can reuse recyclable plastic. So it's kind of the, both of them. Yeah, I was going to say, you, like you're tackling the recycle problem and then... In order to reuse it. Do the reusable problem. Yeah, and yeah. also reducing as well because we're reducing the amount of plastic that we're For making. For sure. <gasps> wow. Yeah. So just looking at a problem in a certain way... Rather than, oh, we, this is a problem that's too big to solve. We recycle, we, we look at the recycling problem and that kind of solves a problem for us, which we can then, you know, go, go and, you know, reuse, reduce all the others yeah. as well. Take that, China. Maybe we don't need to <laughs> recycle our stuff uh, in China anymore then, perhaps. Um, yeah, that's absolutely huge news. And hopefully that means that we're going to be cutting down on heaps of landfill and stuff like that. Uh, maybe uh, coffee cups won't be as dangerous in the future. Yeah. Coffee cups freaked me out. When I found out that you couldn't recycle coffee cups, my day was ruined. My week <laughs> was ruined. I felt like I accidentally recycled too many coffee cups in my time. Anyway, um, Tom, thank you so much for coming in for another week of Up and Adam. Pleasure. It's been an absolute treat having you in filling in for Dr. Alice Williams in these last couple of weeks. Uh, hope to see you soon. 